guys. My name is Kira. And this is Ari. And this is the SD Besties, Besties Podcast. If you made it this far, welcome to round two. Um, round two, episode two, <laughs> season two. <laughs> so this next, next episode, we're going to kind of talk about de-influencing you to stop, mm, to make you stop doing things you shouldn't be doing. And um, listening to TikTok. Yeah. The things that you should not be doing. There's so, a lot. There's a lot. And it really stinks because I feel like a lot of our clients come in and they're like, oh, uh, I didn't repurchase this thing I was using from you because I actually bought snail mucin instead. Hell no. That's, first of all, that's just wrong. No. There's so many things. Or like, um, I bought olive oil off of Amazon and I'm just putting that <laughs> on my face. My face feels great. What the <laughs> hell? Oh my Coconut, God. Coconut oil. Yeah. Nar. Giving me straight going into panic yeah spiraling yeah i mean let's first tell the tell tell the people what they want to hear about the craziest things we've heard people put on their face and oh yeah face what are you what have you heard so i actually had one client um tell me that because she was oily that she would wash her face three times a day which is super unnecessary um but not only would she do that she would use dawn dish soap yeah and I was like, no, baby girl, we save those for the ducks. That's for the ducks. For the oil spills <laughs> and for your dishes. Yeah. <laughs> I've had clients tell me that, too. I just, like, what have n- I, I have never looked at Dawn dish soap and thought, hmm. Good for I'm face. I'm going to rub this on my face. <laughs> and why it's not good for your face. I mean, you're using it on your greasy pans that break down food and, like, basically garbage and it's not good for your natural skin it's gonna strip it it's gonna make it sensitive probably sensitize it to other actual things that you should be putting on your face yeah when you take those oils away from your skin that your skin needs you have no barrier everything functions improperly um it's meant to take oil off ducks. Yeah. <laughs> Gas off ducks. I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but I mean, that's something I've heard before too. Mm-hmm. I had one client come in and say, like, this is the only thing that works for my acne. And I'm like, ah, oh, that just it's it's only improving visibly your acne because it's killing all the bacteria on your skin and Dawn? it's aging. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. And it's aging you just beyond your years. It's it's incredible. Um, I mean, same with like dove. Soap. Yeah, I feel like that's a hand soap. Like, my Nana uses that. She's like 92, but girl. My God. I mean, (laughs) she's probably been doing that for years, but there's definitely some younger (laughs) younger people who are like, oh, yeah, I just like, just water and sometimes Dove soap. Yeah. I would honestly rather you use nothing than use Dove soap. Like, or one of my clients uh, uses Dial, and I love her, um, but she won't stop. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> but um so that is crazy but we've heard some other crazy ones like one time one of my clients texted me after her night out and said she sent me a picture of her with um Clorox wipes and said I hope you don't kill me I wiped my face with Clorox to get my makeup off last night because I spent a night at a guy's house <laughs> and I was like so the only thing she could find under his sink was like Clorox wipes and she's like this is good yeah she had to have been drinking or under oh my god yeah of course that's the only excuse yeah i was just like i'm just i think i got emotional and i probably almost cried for her skin because that is nuts i mean like 
did she use it around her eyes? Is she going to go blind? Is she blind? There's is that bleach. why I haven't seen her? Isn't there bleach in Clorox wipes? <laughs> I have no idea. Lord, um, take the wheel. Oh, no. Do you have any other ones? Because I've got more. Um, I guess not so much uh, products, but I guess tools. Like, I've had people, like, come in with their face cut up from dermaplane. Mm-hmm. Um, recently, I had a client tell me we have a tool that we like to use in treatments. It's called an ultrasonic scrubber, and it's super cool. It, like, mm-hmm. uses vibrations to help push out dirt and oil in the pores and makes for really good extraction videos, like, super juicy. Mm-hmm. But, like, you shouldn't be doing that at home. You should not be doing extractions at home. No. Um, but this client was like, she said, I actually, I ended up throwing it in the trash because I was, like, cutting up my face. Like, she yeah. was doing it, like, every day, which is excessive. And I was like, yeah, please, please don't do that. Yeah. Even That's as, scary. Yeah. Even as us licensed, seasoned estheticians, we can't even get the right angle on ourselves to get things out. If I ever no. try and pop something on my face, I'm ruined for six months because I get hyperpigmentation yeah. very easily in. No, don't do it at home. Don't do that. Just leave it to us. I know you're trying to save money, but it's not worth it. Yeah. It's not worth it to save the money. It's girl math because if you think about it, if you mess up your face at home, mm-hmm. then you're going to be paying more money to fix it later. So we're yeah. just trying to help you out. Yeah, we we are thinking about you. Yeah. Um, I had a client once see that she thought her acne was, um, what was it? Like a fungal acne. Like she saw something said something about yeast. Oh my God, I know where this is going. Yep. Oh no. And she went and bought Vagisil <laughs> and put Vagisil on her face as her moisturizer. <laughs> For like months and came in and like pores were clogged to like the heavens. And I was like, ma'am, what have you been doing? And she was like, well, I read this and because it said yeast, I thought, um, well, I would put Vagisil on. And I was like, oh, my God. I don't have any words for that. Yeah. I mean, it didn't fix it. So I don't know why (laughs) she kept doing it. But I mean, that's why we're there. We We could tell you that it's not good and that is wrong. Right. And this is in no way making fun of the people that told us they do these things because, like, yeah. people don't know. I mean, they don't do this for a living, so they Google or go on TikTok, and they're like, oh, well, this person did this. But, I mean, it is kind of jaw-dropping to hear some of the things that people do. Yeah, it really is. I mean, I, I, I Ari knows this. If I, if I eat, like, a, an Advil, I'll have a panic attack for a good 20 seconds before I can calm down and be like, that's okay, that was not poison. <laughs> like, I couldn't imagine putting Clorox on my face. I would literally go into a coma, I think. I I don't... I don't even, like, when Clorox gets on my hands. The I'm same. like, I'm poisoning my blood. I'm dying. <laughs> like, I need to wear gloves when I clean. Yes. <laughs> no, that's crazy. Don't do that. No. Those are some of the crazy things. I've had some people, like, go to TJ Maxx and get some of those hydro... Or, not hydra, microdermabrasion machines and, like... Oh, come in Lord. with hickeys on their face and they're like, fix me. And I'm like, I can't. You just got to throw let it, it away. <laughs> throw it away and get a cold spoon and rub it out. Yeah. <laughs> rub it out real good. That or the microneedling, like the at-home <gasps> microneedling, which is not microneedling. It's BT a sin. Yeah. It's not real. It doesn't, it's not doing anything besides like causing micro tears. Yeah. So um, microneedling needs to be 100% penetrated in and out um so with derma rollers when it is rolling i wish like you guys could see my hand movement right now <laughs> but when it is rolling it's it puncturing. looks like one of those ferret toys yeah 
I don't know, but I believe you. <laughs> it's puncturing, so it's going, and then as it's turning, it's it's essentially kind of tearing. It's tearing and it's stretching the pores. So essentially, right after you might look like, oh, you created some little trauma on the surface, so your skin looks tighter for a day or two. But as you age, those pores are are stretched and they're going to look like crap. So. Straight up dookie. Yeah, derma rollers are not it. Don't do it. It's not. I mean, I, I'll i fight anyone if they tell me that, tell someone to use that on their face. I'll fight them. And I feel like people don't know the time to do that. And if they have acne or something, it's going to be way, way worse. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people say that. Or even like some other estheticians. I've seen the micro, micro, microneedle overactive acne. And I'm like, oh my God, this. That gives me anxiety. Yeah, it's, I mean. If you, I, I'm, I, we don't ever want to like say anything and make anyone feel bad. But if you are an esthetician and you don't know that, you'd never want to microneedle over someone that has active acne or isn't completely clear because um, if they still have bacteria or inflammation underlying in their skin, you're first of all spreading it. And second of all, you are kind of pushing everything good out of the skin with microneedling for your, for your skin to go, hey, I'm going to heal really good and fix this thing but sometimes that can create more oil on the skin so if you don't have a good balance of everything you you could make them per not purge um you could just make them break out more and then they're just not fixing anything right and it's just kind of a waste yeah it is a waste it's just i mean first of all going over an area where there's still bacteria that should just be your number one like red flag yeah um but so we personally do not do that <laughs> no if you are breaking out like we we're like no i'm sorry we have to do something else today and i feel like we have to do that a lot and it makes us less money and that's mm-hmm. that's fine but like that's just showing that really i mean if you're going to someone and you have active acne and they're still microneedling you don't go back there yeah. come see us instead yes sir <laughs> dermaplaning is another one yep that you can do it at home that well I mean, you can do it, but you shouldn't. Mm-mm. I've definitely had clients come in with, like, basically, I mean, they think they're breaking out and they don't know why. And then I'm like, oh, like, what do you do at home? Yeah. And, well, like, I do this, this, and this. And then I, like, dermaplane my face, like, every week or something. And mm-hmm. I'm I'm like, okay, well, yeah. that's your problem right there. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a client come in she i could tell she had beautiful skin but she was experiencing a lot of texture and it i guess it could have been like a contact dermatitis in a sense it looked like yeah Mm -hmm. um like very rashy like she was sensitive and her barrier was basically ruined yeah and we just put her on our good old face reality Mm mm-hmm And she was like, in a week, probably not even, her skin was perfect. Yeah. And so perfect that she just kept up with the home regimen and barely came back to see me. Thank God. That's totally fine. We love to see it. Yeah. Um, But for those people that don't know, um, the reason you don't want to use like twinkle razors. Oh, fuck. Should I not say their name? I'm not going to get sued. Are we allowed to say product names? I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, well, the reason you don't want to add home dermaplane with razors and stuff like that is because, um, especially if you're acne prone, and this is something I did before I 
became an esthetician, and even probably years in, I didn't learn this. Um, when you take away the hair shaft and you are acne prone, you're you are shedding so much faster than someone non-acne prone. So your dead skin is building up over top of that hair follicle that you've removed, and the oil from your sebaceous gland that's overproducing, typically combined with the amount of dead skin that's just laying on the surface, things are getting clogged, and that's why a lot of people. They'll dermaplane and maybe they'll go home and be like, I purged. And it's really kind of that reaction. So uh, the oil kind of has nowhere to escape from. It gets clogged in there. You break out. And a lot of people think, oh, you know, it's because of this and that. But really, the reason it's better to either A, not dermaplane or get professionally dermaplane in those situations are because we're using an actual surgical scalpel. So we are removing way more actual dead skin on the surface than you are with a, a razor. Yeah, I feel like a lot of those at-home ones have, like, little teeth on them. Yeah, they bite. And they freaking bite. <laughs> I, when we shut down for COVID, mm-hmm. and I left all my tools at my job, and I was like, oh, I'll just order the little razors on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And I did, and I uh, dermaplaned my face, and I, like, was trained. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. I was like, surely if other people are doing this, I can. I'll be fine. I cut up my face. <laughs> I looked like a 12-year-old boy who just like shaved himself for the first time. I bet you were beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and I literally threw them all away. I was like, oh my God, what did I do? And then I was like, how are people that don't know what they're doing doing this? Like they're yeah. definitely like hurting themselves. Yeah. And, and then that could leave like scars or pigmentation if you're prone to that absolutely yeah i mean i get so many i mean you we have to both get so many clients that come in and they're like no i don't want a dermaplane today because i did it at home right before this and i'm like you're not saving money like you're just hurting yourself um i mean i feel like they have to tell us and that's nice but i almost don't want to know yeah yeah i mean you can tell i feel like i always see micro tears on my clients that do that but i mean i it's even hard enough for me to do it at home. Do you ever dermaplane yourself with a scalpel? Never. Oh, I've hurt myself t- one too many times. I well, I lied when I when I had the dermaplane kit and they gave us mm-hmm. like the disposable dermaplane pro mm-hmm. razors. Yeah, they're real ones, not fake ones. I did use those at home, like in dire need. But yeah, I mean, Parks have working at a med spa. You know, mm. <laughs> <laughs> just ask one of the girls to. Dermaplane yeah. me real quick. Yeah. You got to break dermaplane me. Yeah, basically. Slay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, what other crazy things? I feel like you probably have way more stories than I do. Oh, well, I feel like, okay, so I definitely wanted to say I want to de-influence people from using like um, cleansing ma- cleansing tools. Oh, like, yeah. I don't know if I'm allowed to say their names, but it rhymes with Morio. Or Oreo. Oreo. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world, but um, your best tools for cleansing your face are your hands. Using an exfoliant is wonderful, but you should not be exfoliating two, three times a day. Absolutely not. No. Um, you Again, back to what we were saying, I'll probably say this a bazillion more times. Your skin needs that balance of good and bad oils and bacteria. And if you take everything away, you're just creating just this imbalance and nothing's going to work well. You're aging yourself more. You're creating more hyperpigmentation underlying in the skin. You're, you're definitely messing in with bacteria. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, I'm, I'm really not a huge fan of cleansing tools and I don't think um, people should be using them. 
No, use your hands. They're free if you're wanting to save money. Yeah. Girl, you can use your hands. Free 99. Free 99. You ever heard that before? <laughs> like, Kira's <laughs> really good at puns. Thank you. <laughs> I love puns. Yeah, I feel like I do have people who are like, what should I use to wash my face? Yeah. So I'm like, your hands. Yeah, your hands. They're the best thing you can use. And don't use washcloths. Or, like, dry your face with a hand towel that's hanging up at the bathroom that everyone wipes their hands on. Yeah, yeah. Please don't do that. So much bacteria. Like, I mean, I don't know if it's anywhere near a pillowcase, which already you should be switching every night. But mm-hmm. in three, every three days is good, yeah. too, if you can't do that. But anyways, bacteria. <laughs> bacteria is bad. Yeah. There's good bacteria and there's bad bacteria. But definitely should not be using dirty hand towels to dry your face. No. And always patch your face dry. Don't you ever rub it down. No, that's how you get wrinkles, baby girl. Mm-hmm. Baby girl. <laughs> yep. Okay, my next or one. baby boy. Baby, Sorry. Baby girl, baby boy. <laughs> the next one we mentioned a little bit about earlier was snail mucin. Hell no. I just don't even know. I, I get people want to be moisturized and they think it, this is like the ultimate hydration. No. It's not really... I mean, it's not really doing anything. No, negatory. <laughs> first of all, um, <laughs> first Kira's of all, about to pop off. I have some very, um, I don't think this is controversial in the world of estheticians, but maybe um, if a normal person that loves snail mucin listens to this and hears it, he'll be like, wow, fuck her. Um, but anyways, snail mucin, first of all, high molecular weight. It's not penetrating the skin. It's sitting on the skin. It might look make you look a little glowy, but it is doing nothing. Um, pore it's clogging. Just, yeah, pore clogging. It's sitting there. Um, and then second, um, you are literally to get this, uh, to get this mucus from the snails. They are putting them under extreme, like stress to get them to create. To create. That. Yeah. yeah. And that is sad. That's rude. What, are, what do they have to do? No. Honestly, snails are probably one of the only. Are they insects? Mm. Or rep- what are they? I would never squish a snail. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> I love snails. I love snails. They're so cute. They're good for plants. Yes. I love them. Besides being um, an animal loving freak, you just shouldn't put that on your face. Yeah. I mean, that is not animal cruelty free. If you're worried about no. that, no. Please don't. Please don't be mean to the snails. Let them live their lives. Let them snail around and put their mucus wherever Create the hell they want. their own mucus want. on their own time. Yeah. <laughs> Let them do it. <laughs> so um, please stop using that. Um, if you do use it and you love it, whatever. I don't care. But don't. <laughs> yeah. Snail mucin, tretinoin. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about tretinoin. I'll fight for that one, oh, too. Yeah. <laughs> I have so many people that are like, oh, I'm prescribed this and it's been great for me. And it's like, okay. I'm sure it maybe has cleared your acne if that's what you were struggling with, but it's not really doing anything for the barrier health of your skin. Yeah. And honestly, I have had a lot of people talk to me about becoming more sensitized and basically being, like, uncomfortable when using topicals like that. So, although, like, sure, you could be using it and it could be, quote-unquote, working for you, there's really no additional benefits that is going to improve your skin in the future. Yeah, I mean, I I think one thing that people misunderstand, especially with like clients and their estheticians, is that they think that they have to go through that 
uncomfortable period when starting a retinol. Um, and that's not true. You don't have to go through that. Tretinoin is just extremely stripping. Um, and I know that there is also a lot of controversy about the ingredients in tretinoin, but there are pore cloggers. And um, little side note, pore clogging doesn't mean it's going to clog everyone's pores and that it's not good for everyone. Um, right. But, you know, definitely if you are on it to to help your acne, why the hell they put you on it? I don't know. I don't know why a lot of dermatologists do a lot of things. No offense if you're a dermatologist. Yeah, no offense. You we have love your you. time and place, but. Yeah. Um, I just don't. I'm not a fan. I would rather, A, use mandelic acid, accelerates cell turnover, gets rid of hyperpigmentation. It's antiseptic. It kills bacteria. It helps with oil control. It's the holy grail. Holy grail. Um, or also, if you're like, a, I am a diehard, I need a uh, retinol or a retinoid. Um, alpha ret. Alpha ret. Skin better alpha ret. Mwah. Is like, I remember I was nervous to start retinol yeah. because I'm very, I'm t- typically very dry skin and I'm very sensitive. Mm-hmm. And I remember the first time I used the alpha ret yeah. skin better. I was like, wow, this isn't bad at all. And then I got the peel pads yeah. on top of it. If That's you, what you should be using. If you're using tretinoin, switch on throw over. that in the garbage. Yeah. Mandelic peel pads. Yeah. Um, and so if you aren't familiar with, this is my favorite sentence. If you weren't familiar, if you don't know that. <laughs> if you weren't familiar with with, <laughs> with Skin Better's Alpharet, it is an award-winning a uh, product that has a one percent. Um, they they're iffy about if they like to call it a retinol or a retinoid. I'm sorry, Skin Better. I don't know which one you prefer, but um, anyways, a one percent. Um, and it's they have a um a patented bond of lactic and glycolic um that are put together and dro- they drive into the skin with the um alpha ret. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just all over the place. Anyways. There is a patented bond between lactic and glycolic with the retinoic, um, and it's great for cell turnover, brightening, anti-aging, acne, all that stuff. But the bonded of lactic and glycolic in there gives you minimal, um, like, irritation. Yeah, a lot more hydration, hydration and stuff. Yeah. Um, so you really don't have, unless you're extremely sensitive like me, like, I maybe got a little dry when I adjusted, but it was, like, the very smallest amount, and I now I'm will never... Live a day without alpharet. Yeah. <laughs> and there's definitely, like, you don't want to just jump into using a, a retinol. You want to kind of... Wiggle your way in. Like, yeah. You want to start off slow. Slow yeah. and steady. Yeah. Because well, if you start using it every night, you've never used it before, you're definitely going to be... You're definitely going to be sensitive. Yeah. You could definitely be a little sensitive. Um, but also, when you do get used to it, using a retinol, like, once a week really isn't going to do much. So... Do try to put it more into your routine the more comfortable you get with it. Um, but Until you use it every night. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we would prefer you to use rather than tretinoin. But I feel like a lot of clients, um, you know, if something is drying their skin out or keeping their acne at bay, they think that's the best. But honestly, going through that change and maybe purging a little bit from trying new things but really caring about the health of your skin is a lot more important than keeping any active after, – active, uh, Back it up. That's a ball. That sounds amazing in the mic. Oh, fabulous. That's my favorite. Oh, you would be. Can we back it up like five seconds? Yeah. Because if you listen to our first 
episode, we talked about what we would be if we weren't an esthetician, and yours would be a voiceover actress. Oh, that would be good. Yeah. I can do a lot of I don't of know voices. if that's what you wanted, but that's what I'm saying. Do you want me <laughs> to be? Okay, so I can do that one. I can do uh, Perry the Platypus. Oh, who's that? <laughs> Did you like that? <laughs> what other ones can I do? I don't know. Uh, I think uh, Lilo and Stitch is the is the main one. Oh, you can do a really good impression of my son. Oh yeah, uh, Ari has a video. If you haven't watched it, it's on her TikTok and her Instagram of her son Grayson getting a facial, and he has the funniest little voice I've ever I've ever heard. But he's like, well, "Can I turn around and look at that thing?" <laughs> it's literally spot on. But please watch it. It's it's so funny. You'll crack up. He's Sorry. adorable. Sorry, that was a sidebar. <laughs> Sidebar moment. I know we only have like a little over five minutes left. Do we get into Accutane? Yep. Fuck it. Fork it. Oh. Oh. Are we, do we have to censor on a podcast? I don't think so. Fede, do we? No, we don't. The man dad has spoken. Dad said no. <laughs> dad said we could go. <laughs> dad said we could curse. If, if your dad said I can curse, my dad says you can curse. <laughs> okay. So, um, Accutane, I don't think this is controversial. Um, between estheticians, but I will tell you as a listener, if you're ever thinking about it or doctors put you on it or recommended it, why we would not. Would yeah. you like to go or would you like me to go? I'll start. I definitely, we definitely have a lot of younger clientele. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we have a wide variety of age and clientele, but I feel like because we are acne specialists, we do get a lot of younger. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like probably like if I'm doing a scale, like, Six out of ten of them, their parents are like, well, we went to the dermatologist and they recommended Accutane and we looked at all the side effects. It's it's a lot, especially to put someone young on, on something like that. You have to get blood work monthly. Yeah. Right? Monthly. And there's just a... There's literally the longest list of side effects in Accutane. Like 30-something. And you have to be on birth control. Yep. And if, like... If you're a girl. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. 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 I, um, anyway, I, I usually tell like my clients, you know, I'm, I'm so happy that you came here, um, because there's definitely other avenues to take. Not mm-hmm. only, I mean, being on Accutane just really messes with your body as a whole. Um, I feel like we also really try to focus on not just like fixing, you know, your, your issues with products, but we also talk a lot about internal health. Yeah. So, Absolutely. like, supplements, um, diet, we do, like, offer, like, a food intolerance test. Because um, a lot of times, like, that has a lot to do with your breakouts. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have never seen, actually, other specialists do this. I think we just kind of have it. But um, <laughs> we have uh, a test at work, and we we tell clients, you know, we offer it in the beginning. And, you know, maybe if they're not making the biggest amount of progress towards the end, we have them take home this food sensitivity test and it, you you take out 10 to 15 strands of hair. You have to pull them out so you have the hair bulb on them. You, they have all your instructions on how to send them off to the thing or whatever. The laboratories. Um, the laboratories. <laughs> That's a laboratory. Um, 
Anyways, so they email you within two weeks and you get, um, I think it's like 500 plus foods, drinks, supplements, ingredients. Ev- literally everything. Alcohols, everything. And it gives you your specific inflammatory response from zero to three. So when my clients get their their email, I tell them to write in their notes section in their phone or on their, their um, the refrigerator all of the things that are level threes and things they consume daily because um, obviously more inflammation equals more issues with acne. Um, but yeah, so that's an, that's a really great thing that we have. Um, I wouldn't say that's an alternative to Accutane, but it's, there's, there's more things that, um, contribute to acne. Absolutely. And going on something that's going to temporarily reduce your oil production and, and it's just not going to, I mean, you've seen a lot of, I'm, lots of people have seen lots of stories where people will, their skin will get better, their oil will reduce over the the time period they're on Accutane, but after they're off, they will break out just as bad, sometimes worse. Sometimes it will keep it under control for a little bit. but And then the dermatologists tell them to go on it again. Yep. Like, well, it didn't work the first time. Let's do it again. It is just, I don't know. I mean, don't quote me. I don't know the exact side effects, but I think literally one of them is blindness. <laughs> Oh, well, I know, like, loss of taste and smell. No. That's the only reason I live. (laughs) I know a girl lost her sense of smell. Ew. And that is, I would sue. Yeah, that poor baby. And you, of course, have to sign off on all of these things. So can't sue. Yeah. So, I mean, we just, please don't. I know that sometimes doctors kind of say it to you in a way where, like, this is your only option, but it is not your only option. There's many, many, many different ways, um that we can clear your skin and keep you clear and keep your skin healthy. And then, um, you know, not and just educate you about daily habits too. Can yeah. be a big help. Yeah. It's just, uh, band-aiding the problem. And sometimes it's not even actually band-aiding it. It's right. Sometimes things don't even get better. So that is our Accutane. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> we are at about 30 minutes, so I guess we should stop this episode and we can make our next episode, um, another de-influencing you P2. Maybe we'll do a P2. We should do a P2. Okay. (laughs) Okie dokie. Well, sorry, guys. Um, Thank you for listening. Until next time. I hope we didn't piss you off with any of our things. We love you all. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, bye.